0: Hi guys, my name is Michaela Taylor, and thank you for listening to my podcast today. Um, my podcast supports On the Bright Side a Physical Therapy Organization, um, and today we will be um, talking about gender inclusion in physical therapy um, and inclusion between patient and doctors um, as patients and leadership and in leadership roles. Um, so first, I want to start off by talking about why this topic is so important, especially in today's generation, today's society. Um, for starters, um, it, I'm, this is something that I'm very passionate about just because um, I have gender neutral and um, heterosexual friends and family um, that I support and I would like to stand take a stand for. Um, I feel like a lot of times, many people um, in the LGBTQ community don't have a support system. And I happen to maintain one of those um, for the people that are around me, for starters. Um, So that's one of the biggest things, one of the biggest um, reasons why I chose this topic. Um, Also, I think that this is something that it needs to be welcomed in our future as we go from day-to-day experiences. Um, and it needs, and also given the experiences that my, the people that I know have had, I think that it's important to talk about it. It's important to hear their side. And it's also um, important to recognize these things, especially in healthcare, given the recent turn of events. Um, So moving forward, um, I think that this is a very important topic in as far as like audience and social media interest um, goes just because we need to make more of an inclusive field. Um, I think that the more people support the movement, um, the greater ability we have to reach and change. Um, opinions and re- reservations that people have for the better, um, and this will just break injustices um, all around the world um, and it It sounds easier than it is, of course, but I think that it takes time, and the more support we we provide to this community, the more that we can the further that we can take the movement um, so Ultimately, um, I, my general research question is, what is gender inclusion in physical therapy? And what does that look like for, first off, the patients that are in the LGBTQ community, as well as people that are, have leadership roles and as doctors, as LGBTQ um, community, people that are um, involved in that community, excuse me. Uh, So overall, I think that um, this research topic really links to social justice due to the injustices embedded in our community and society that have been made norms. Um, This has been a recent controversial topic, um, and it's embedded in our laws and communities. um, And I think that it relieves room for social inequities and disproportionalities, um, to continue. So I think that this is really important to address, um, as far as injustices go throughout society. Um, so next I want to talk about a little bit of the context behind my topic and a couple things that I noticed from the readings, um, that I did, um, and the research that I did. Uh, so for starters, um, this is something that what has been discovered not very long ago. Um, I think that just like the cultural injustices that we're dealing with in current society, um, also linked to LGBTQ, um, as this, the first, um, national gay rights associations were first, um, developed in the early 1950s. Um, so with that being said, this was not that long ago. Um in in 1988 is actually when the LGBTQ um began to be recognized and it it pretty much earned its name. Um and from that point forward, um, it really became a societal issue. Um, and it was never, and it wasn't even until the early 2000s that we were able to recognize and create laws and put them in place to protect those of the community that were involved. Um, so I just would like to relate that to physical therapy overall. I think that, um, my biggest, my biggest and largest, um, way to connect the two would be physical therapy and athletes um it wasn't until the two, the mid 2000s that um a NFL player by the name of Lewis Rams um was an openly gay NFL athlete um and this was huge especially for sports um especially for America in general because of the gender roles and societal norms that we have placed upon our own um as we grew up. Um, so it was really interesting to see, you know, how an athlete can come out and be prevalent in our society and how that has helped knock down barriers for those that are coming into, um, this new realm. Um, and overall just to talk about how, um, in general, in physical therapy, we deal with a lot of athletes. How how are we going to make them feel inclusive? How do we, um, you know, show that we are showing our support and being supportive of, you know, what they stand for and how they stand for it? Um, and, and even in the articles that I found in some of the associations in physical therapy itself, uh, first off, with the APTA, which is the American Physical Therapy Association. Um, they have taken a stand in LGBT, um, leadership roles as far as embedding that into classroom settings and leadership roles. Um, and also there's an organization called PT Proud, um, which is an LT, LGBT catalyst, um, committee and, um, it pretty much instills the health policy, um, in the administration section of the APTA, so the two work together to show their support and of this community, um, and I think that that is the the biggest um, way that the physical therapy nation can take this position and make sure um, you know that they are recognized, they are known, and that they can be inclusive in our society. So now that I've spoken a little bit about the background and things that I've seen, um, I would like to delve, dive deeper into the resources that I um, have found. Um, For starters, um, and I'm only gonna do a few, but this is just a basis. These, These resources give me a basis for my final project and what I really want to delve deeper into and learn from this project necessarily. Um, so for starters, I found an article that's a um, that's titled the reality of gender Ambi- ambiguity. Um, so for starters, this article talks about, um, society and the medical, um, fields failure to recognize the fluidity of gender. Um, I think that along with that, the binary perceptions, um, and biased perceptions um, in the field of medical or the medical field in general um, has slighted the LGBTQ community um, or even create a lack of recognition, um, which serves to isolate the trans community um, and attempt to receive proper healthcare. Um, So overall, this has, shaped a society in the medical field um to f- make them feel less inclusive um and it it forces the lgbtq community and gender binary um or non-binary um you know ideals to almost find illegal alternatives or um not even be as honest upon you know health care to or to healthcare providers, um, to survive, um, which is unfortunate, it, it it creates a real rift in society and in a very socially exclusive realm. Um, so I think that the biggest take from this article that I that ties into um, the other sources that I will talk about today really revolves around. Changing the dynamic um, of the gendered paradigm in the medical field. So being inclusive, allowing them to have paperwork that you know shows you know that they are recognized, no matter who they are, what they identify as. Um, you know, giving them that platform and allowing them to feel more comfortable about about speaking and informing um, the person that's supposed to take care of them the necessary needs to fulfill. Um, you know their healthcare needs, um, so the second source that I um, would like to bring up um, that was my biggest staple piece, um, what is actually a transcription and a podcast of a podcast um, called Healing Pain, um, and it's a physical therapy um, education podcast about anti discrimination, um, and it, it talks about how um, touch plays a big role in physical therapy and connection between a patient and a doctor. Um, and it also talks about the leadership roles that have been, um, created in the PT community, um, and how we can be more inclusive, um, starting with leadership and teaching it, um, and, you know, DPT school, um, and things of that realm. So, um, overall it just speaks about the injustices in healthcare. Um, and also just to relate this to the statement prior to, um, you know, most patients or a lot of patients are athletes, um, which it leads to. Um, setting that boundary and inclusiveness in treatment. Um, And even if they don't receive that same inclusiveness um, in athleticism, let that be on the other end of the spectrum um, in their healthcare and feeling like they are um, a part of our society, a part of being treated and given human basic human rights. Um, And also the article talks about, you know, confidentiality, um, you know, not crossing that boundary just because someone is curious Um, and things like HIPAA protect us from that, but also as a PT being mindful um, or as a um, healthcare leader being mindful of things that may offend one or the other. Um, And then also recognizing different gender identities given that we may not have been taught about it or know about it. Um, So I think that embedding, you know, gender um, neutral studies into, um, first DPT school, as well as all healthcare realms creates a, um, it creates a insight to, um, you know, hearing and understanding, um, you know, someone's specific gender identity and how they present, um, you know, versus what's going on in the outside and versus the inside and it talks about gender, gender dysphoria um and then also just as a healthcare provider passing no judgment um that is not our responsibility that is not what we pretty much have taken oath to do um for someone um and to care for someone ultimately, I think that that is the biggest, um, thing is to not let our biases get in the way of saving or protecting a life, um, in the medical field in general. Um, so this is definitely where, um, the two fields collide. And this also ties into social injustices, um, you know, letting our biases get in the way of taking care of, um, giving someone basic human rights and creating social inequities and allowing disproportionalities and so on and so forth um and then it also also lastly to add on to that um you know way preventative things that can help our society um make this a norm, um, which includes gender neutral restrooms and paperworks, um, you know, being educated on how to treat someone, um, you know, that may have had a mastectomy or something that, um, you know, either, even a sex change, you know, and pretty much first off minding your business and also being careful about the questions that you ask and how you present to this person, um, given, you know, Um, given their background and, um, and overall, you know, where they come from. Um, and then another source that I would like also like to mention, um, is the journal of physiotherapy. Uh, and this ties into the other two papers. Um, and it's really a survey study, um, about physiotherapy interactions and how, um, lack of knowledge, um, you know to health needs um have led to you know these social injustices these um rifts in the two communities in creating a normative practice in things like this um so i think that um the lack of education will lead to assumptions and assumptions lead to injustices um and then also um Patients, like I mentioned before, patients withholding trust, um, and you know, pretty much essential information um, to their healthcare needs. I think that if if we don't create some type of comfortability and normative practices in the knowledge of of healthcare providers, I think that this um, will lead and continue to lead to, um, inequalities, injustices, um, you know, still a societal rift, um, of exclusiveness and social, um, exclusiveness across the board. Um, and so lastly, um, to conclude, I just would like to, um, you know, state that, you know, I believe in, equality amongst all identities, um, and have learned how physicality, um, will be a huge part of my career in the future. As I, um, you know, work on being a future physical therapist and having my own practice someday, Um, I would like for, you know, my employees and my community to be socially, mentally, socially and mentally aware and inclusive of all walks of life um i think that this is something that i still need to learn um and practicing how to um you know make embed these um this knowledge into you know who i am and how to support um others outside of you know just my family and friends and um this this just should be a normative um to my society, and it 's unacceptable not to know at this point um and even in in and throughout my career and if I can pass that along to you know my future possible you know interns or future p t students in the future that i 'm teaching or my kids, my children who will you know go to college and you know feel okay to discuss these kind of things, I think that it It's very important to me um, to learn this. And that's why I've chosen this topic um, to kind of broaden my own spectrum um, as far as, you know, my knowledge on these things go. Um, So I also um, I think that it would that I could be more involved um, in having inclusive factors um, in my current life and my PT business in the future. Um, because, you know, through forming, um, conforming to the needs of the LGBTQ community and, um, creating resources as well as leadership roles. In one of my sources, it talks about the lack thereof, of leadership roles in the LGBT, um, in the physical therapy community, excuse me. Um, and if i if there were um or even the medical field in general if there were um people that you know they felt comfortable with someone that really understood their walk of life from experience um i think that providing someone with these leadership roles creates an even more equal realm for inclusiveness and in in equality overall so with this. Um, I think that this is a great learning opportunity. Um, and I still think that there's so much I need to learn. Um, as I mentioned before, learning, you know, how to make this normative in my society, because even though I do have friends and family surrounding me, there's always more to learn. There's always more to gain from, from this knowledge and experience and being able to implement that, um, given the series of today, today's events, i.e. um, the, I guess there was a law that passed that, you know, allows healthcare providers to um, deny service to a member of the LGBTQ community um, given upon their own biases, which is completely unfair. But if I myself um, try to have a form of activism in this realm that could change, that could change in the future. Um, You know, being in support of something that I feel passionate about and I can support makes this all worthwhile. Um, So it's definitely something I still need and want to learn on. um, And also coming up with more ways to be inclusive and be involved in addressing and acting against the injustices um, in these topics. So thank you for listening to my podcast. That is all for today. Um, And I really appreciate your time.